0: Today City Cash Chicago, is getting less safe to congregate indoors as COVID cases continue to surge again. But with today marking the official start of winter, I'm wondering who the hell wants to go outside anymore? Well, it turns out some people love it. Producer Simone Alisea walks along the lakefront with someone who doesn't just tolerate, but embraces the cold. And she has some tips for us, too. It's Tuesday, December 21st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago.
1: Right now, I am looking out onto the lake at Fullerton, right by the Theater on the Lake and the Lakefront Cafe. According to my phone, it is 43 degrees outside right now though it feels like 36, which feels about accurate. I'm gonna put my gloves on because my hands are gonna be out. So please ignore the bag rustling sound. I am Simone. Hi, Erin. Hi, so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Can I have you um, introduce yourself, your first name, your last name,
2: and I guess like why we're here today? (laughs) So I'm Erin Vickers, so I moved here from Cleveland uh, last year. Uh, I live in Lakeview. How old are you? 38. And what do you do for a living? Uh, I do pricing for an electronics distribution company. And you guys asked for people who like going outside in the cold, and I like running in the cold. Can you describe what the Chicago cold feels
1: like like what what does it feel like to be outside in Chicago not right now when it's kind of nice but like mid-January
2: so it's windy which is a big difference from Cleveland because Cleveland was I ran in valleys so that blocked the wind too it's just one of those it like cuts through you if you're not prepared it's the kind of cold where you go outside and you inhale and everything freezes
1: this is, I, this is the thing I explained to people that I didn't know until I was in Chicago. I didn't know, like, the liquid in your face yeah. could just
2: freeze. And last year, actually, it was still masks outside. And so sometimes I use it because I just want warm air. Why,
1: why should people get outside when it's cold?
2: So it helps. Like, I hate the dark. And obviously the winter is very dark. Like the sun sets at 415. It doesn't matter to me if it's 20 or it's 50. The sun's still setting at 415. So it helps with the uh, seasonal stuff. Um, Just getting outside, just walking around outside. Just get outside in the cold, dress as warm as you want to, and just like go for a walk and you'll feel so much better. So how long have you been running? Off and on since I was 13. And how often are you running? Like How many times a week? So right now it's three times a week. When the gyms closed <laughs> from the pandemic, it's five to six times a week. And why,
1: why run outside? Why not run on, say, a treadmill? I hate the treadmill.
2: I, so I despise the treadmill. It's First of all, it's the actual metaphor for not accomplishing anything. It was used as punishment in the prison system in Victorian times. Like, here we we can see the city skyline. And, like, when I'm back visiting my parents in Cleveland, I can go to the Cuyahoga Valley Park and run. And, like, you you f- even though you're going out and back, you feel like you're doing something, you're getting somewhere. And you just don't have that with the treadmill. But, yeah, it's usually when it gets dangerous, like, when the National Weather Service is, like, no one should really be outside right now at all. That's when I'm like, eh, I should probably probably not go outside.
3: (laughs) For us, we would actually put out like an advisory if the windchill was to be uh, equal to or less than minus 20 degrees Fahrenheit. And then we'd actually put out a warning if the windchill should get below minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Because that is, it's a dangerous situation. They can get frostbite, obviously, if if they've got any kind of exposed skin in those situations. My name is Brian Leatherwood, and I'm a meteorologist with the National Weather Service here in Chicago.
2: I basically run right towards the skyline when I decide to go south, I basically head right towards the skyline. The lake is on the, on the left and it's, it's beautiful. It's cloudy, but it's beautiful.
3: <laughs> well, obviously we would uh, advise people not to, uh, to get in the water. You know, there's obviously people who are possibly in these polar bear clubs and everything, but I, I would hope that they, uh, take the, uh, the required precautions, you know, that they're trained at this, because that can be a big shock to the system, obviously that, uh, going to be dangerous, but it can be suddenly dangerous. And, you know, could have some kind of, uh, where you can't catch a break, you might have, you know, some kind of heart attack or something to that effect.
2: What do you think
1: is the coldest run you've ever been on?
2: Somewhere in the low teens. I'll go down to about 10.
1: So even like snow and ice, that's not really the thing that, that stops you from running.
2: If the ice is... Like there have been days where I've walked out my door and like taken one step outside my door and fallen. If the ice is that bad, I usually turn around and go back inside.
3: (laughs) Let's say the outside temperature is five degrees, but we've got 40 mile per hour winds. You're in that advisory situation where we're looking at minus 20 degrees, might be even colder than that. And then obviously when you get that ice, it doesn't take much, you know, a very thin layer can make the road slick, can make sidewalks slick. Luckily, when you get into an ice situation, usually uh, it doesn't last long. Maybe it's going to be covered quickly with snow.
2: Snow. Running in snow is very—I love running in snow. It's very peaceful. It's very calming. What do you wear uh, when you go running on those—on the
1: coldest of days?
2: Uh, Two pairs of running tights layered. Two pairs of gloves layered, but I'll usually do a thick shirt, a thin Under Armour shirt, and then my running jacket, which is for like, like when it gets below 30 is when my really thick running jacket comes out. Um, And then normal socks, a balaclava to cover my face, and running shoes. That's very important. The shoes thing
1: always gets me because, like, are your socks just very moisture wicking? Like, how are you keeping those dry?
2: Yeah, so the socks are moisture wicking, um, which are the best running socks to wear all year round. My feet, like, they, they do get cold if I'm running in the snow. But as I'm running, they'll start getting warmer and they'll start warming up. But I don't do anything special for shoes or socks.
0: stay with us are you self-conscious about your smile do you only allow yourself a closed-mouth grin well with aligner experts there's no reason for you to diminish your smile As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S., they got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location.
1: I mean, is this all stuff that you just sort of have gleaned over the years, or is it something that you've sort of had to sit down and really learn, or?
2: Basically trial and error probably more errors than, you know, anyone's really comfortable with. Now you have, especially with everyone started, a lot of people started, you know, going outside, running and walking with the pandemic. You have the listicles that are like, these are the 10 things you need if you're going to run outside in the winter. And, you know, this is, this is the website that's going to tell you what to wear if you put the weather in and, you know, like where you're from and stuff like that. I didn't have any of that because I started running in high school (laughs) in the late 90s. What were some of the biggest mistakes you made, do you think? The hoodie was a pretty big mistake. In high school, we actually went out on track when it was 20 and snowing. And I had like a normal winter parka, not a running jacket at all, and like kind of work gloves. That was, that was not good. When you have a big parka like that, it gets really hot. So it was very hot. I would sweat, the gloves got kind of grimy from the sweat on my hands and everything like that. Yeah, it was. When
1: you talk about the hoodie, like what's the problem with wearing a hoodie out in the cold
3: when you're
2: trying to run? Wind gets through a hoodie. Like when I'm in my running jacket, like it's kind of wind blocking, it's sweat wicking.
3: Basically you kind of have under normal circumstances, maybe just a thin layer, if you will, of of warmer air around your body. You know, it's just, you're you're generating that heat uh, just by living and everything, or body temperature's around 98 degrees. So if the air is fairly, you know, still, we kind of have that little thin layer that's kind of protecting us. But when you have a wind situation, windy conditions, that uh, little thin layer of warmth is being taken away from it. It's being blown away immediately. And therefore, there's a problem. You're being exposed to the full amount of whatever that temperature may be.
1: Uh, you got wind coming through the hoodie to begin with, and then you're sweating on top of that. So the wind's hitting the sweat, yeah. which only just makes you that much colder. Exactly.
3: When your body gets below, we're normally around 98 degrees. If it gets below 95 degrees, so it doesn't take much, at that point, you can start uh, feeling hypothermia. And so in that wind chill situation, you can see how uh, if that temperature is just lowered by just a few degrees, in this case, maybe three or four degrees, you can uh, start facing some challenges. Any
1: other advice or thoughts on, you know, getting people outside, even when it's sort of miserable? out?
2: I don't think advice on getting outside. Just when you get back inside, put clean clothes on and drink water.
3: Because your body has to work extra hard just to keep maintaining the heat. And so to do that, it's obviously going to be taking, uh, it's going to require more water.
1: Like if you had to choose, which one would you choose, The, the hot weather or the cold weather?
2: If I had to choose, I'd probably say the winter because going outside in the cold, you know, like I said, I can put on multiple layers in the summer. Like if I'm too hot, you know, I'm down to a sports bra and that's all I can
1: do. I also wonder, too, if like the payoff is better in the winter of like that run might be the only time you go outside that whole day.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that in the summer you're like, well, I'm also going out later. You know, I'm also, I'm also going to go walk on the, walk on the lakefront. I'm also going to go, you know, walk to the grocery store, stuff like that. And in the winter you don't necessarily have that. But I think my best memory of running in the winter is the snow was falling it was a light snow, but it wasn't, like, the painful snow. It was, it was still, like, snowflakes. I was just running along, and I had Christmas music on. It was just, like, it was just so peaceful. Well, I passed one other person that day, and they were just like, guess where the hardcore ones? Is there a sense of pride in that, too, of, like,
1: being somebody who is out all the time?
2: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. My coworkers would be like, you're crazy. But then they'd also be like, but also you're kind of badass. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, Aaron,
1: thank you so much for taking the time and talking to me today. Thank you.
0: Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Mayor Lori Lightfoot addressed ongoing concerns about pandemic-related rises in violent crime. The mayor didn't offer many new solutions, but instead called for increased gun seizures, an ordinance for suing gangs, and a moratorium on electric monitoring for certain offenses. In response to an increase in new COVID cases, the University of Illinois campuses have joined a growing number of universities opting for a few weeks of all online instruction once classes resume in January. And some good news to get you through. Your boy Santa is making the rounds this week, and it's going to be in Roseland tomorrow morning. You can stop by the Currency Exchange on 110th and Michigan, where Rose Cafe is hosting a book drive, and you can get your picture taken with Dreezy claws. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. The future is bright until it's not. Are you at least recording it?